You're listening to episode number 407 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon and Vegas.com. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Also, get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a -a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesar's Palace, is it? Wanna gamble? They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. See, I think if we have another bonus round, that should go just to the Patreon people. Like, I understand why we didn't do it last time. Oh, well, yeah. No, the trip review stuff definitely should not have been. That that should have been out. But if, if we have more, then yes, I'd be fine with that. Yeah. Yeah. Tony, thoughts? It's a bonus round. It's, oh. I, yeah, I think I made my point. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> that's awesome. I, listen, I think anytime the three of us get back together for a non-Friday evening schedule of recording stuff, mm-hmm. I concur with Mark. That is a bonus because, listen, the listeners can count on Something's going to post if we're going to record based on a we all got together on a Friday evening. We recorded. We had a great time. Mm-hmm. And and there will be times when we're going to have so much content that we can't get together. We can't do it all in one sitting. And and here's the best part. Sometimes we will do one hour, 45 minute podcasts. Mm-hmm. Cool. Congratulations. But when we don't. <laughs> You better be Patreon. I think I think we've been at 30 minutes before. I'm like, hey, listen, we come with good content. That's all I can promise. We hope we're right. funny. <laughs> we, we try to. At least we think we're funny most right. of the time. Sometimes. Many people around us told us that. <laughs> we, don't, we don't know if they were kidding. My mom says I'm smart. <laughs> and that's why we keep them around. Right. Because they're good for our egos. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, How about we start the show? He's Mark. She's Karen. I'm Tony. And always we start with random Vegas. Cirque du Soleil first played Vegas in a tent in the Mirage parking lot. We got that from TheRinger.com. Which isn't like Cirque du Soleil like Circus of something? It's a Circus uh, uh, circus of the Sun is what it it is. Well, then that makes sense. That's incredible. That's incredible to me. Think about if in 15 years from now Absinthe is this huge giant thing and they started in a tent for a long time of too. Caesar's Palace. Yeah. Yeah, that would be wild. <laughs> so. Okay, I guess we're done with that. <laughs> 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 then we'll move into Twit Pick of the Week. It's a view that does not exist anymore. 
I mean, the view still exists, but most of the things that you see in this picture shared by Atsumacorp are gone. Yes, Treasure Island, Sahara, Circus Circus, and Stratosphere are still with us, but Treasure Island is now TI, Newmarkey and all, and Sahara isn't the same. The Frontier, Stardust, Silver Casino, Riviera, and the El Rancho, the sequel, not the original, are gone. Whether Resorts World and Fountain Blue reverse the fortunes of North Strip remains to be seen. For now, let's just revel in this otherworldly image of a time past but not forgotten. Karen, I'll let you go first because I have a couple of thoughts. I, so my first thought looking at this is the distance between T.I. and the Strat looks so short. I know, right? <laughs> and I think part of it is because there's so much there in between. Like literally, there, there's something every spot, right? So that makes it look fuller. I mean, versus now you got the big old empty spots. Um, the signage is amazing. It really kind of makes me miss the old school Vegas signage because like what you've got now is I'm so sick. I hate to say it. I'm so sick of led screens. I know they, 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 they lack creativity. They, they're just not special. They're and granted. They can do more and I get why people are moving towards them, right. but they're not but make them like it, we know you could make it look like they're neon. Just do that. Can you do that? Can well, you do and I, I think about neon? the, I think about the, um, the one sign outside of Caesar's palace where they'll add like, and it rotates all the time, but sometimes they'll add the columns on it. So on the side, like on the LED. So it looks like oh, right. it's yeah, this yeah, gigantic columned sign with whatever it is in the middle. Right. And then it switches out again. And yeah. so many people don't do that. So I don't know. Those are my thoughts. Tony. I don't know this Las Vegas. Oh, you know what? To I, answer your question from earlier, that's a desert yeah. inn. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That's excellent. That's excellent. All right. So when folks have a chance to look at this view, this view is not present day. And frankly, this view isn't um, realistically the last mm, 15 years of Las Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. Gone is yep. the frontier, the desert Inn, Bob Stupak's world on the on the backside of the Strat. <laughs> Across the street, gone is El Rancho, Silver City, Desert Inn. There used to be real life. And I don't mean like real life. I mean like real, quote, life. Excitement, energy, all of that. Yes. Yeah. And it is heartbreaking to think that for whatever reason, people don't want to invest in the, that that area of the strip present day because mm-hmm. for anybody to look at this now you wouldn't even know that that's the strip it is it is as and i mean this in a good way cluttered good way cluttered mm-hmm. with casinos as mid strip is right now where you stumble yeah. out of one casino and you're 14 steps and you walk into another one a la uh Cromwell to Flamingo or Flamingo to Harris or Harris to Lincoln, so on and so forth. I think, excuse me, Flamingo to Link, but you you get my point, right? Looking at this picture, I don't know this world. I've never known a Vegas that looks like this. Yeah, I agree. It's it's really cool. As always, we will link to this photo on the blog, feature it on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Let's get into the news. 
So first up, and I don't totally yet know how I feel about this, but mm-hmm. let's discuss Plaza Reimagined. Plaza has announced some major changes coming to the property, and these are not in the plans for the former Greyhound Station. These are radical plans for reimagining the Porkashore. First, it won't be a Porkashore anymore. Instead, the entrance will be turned into a new outside bar named the Carousel Bar. The 2,500-square-foot bar will accommodate nearly 100 guests and offer eight video poker machines. Oh, more video poker outside. <laughs> the casino floor is also planned to expand with a new 2,500-square-foot space, uh, the smoke-free Brian Christopher Slots area. It will be separate from the main casino, located to the right of the Porker Shore to accommodate slot machine fans uh, that like to share their gambling experience via social media. This will make Plaza one of the most social media-friendly properties in the city. Not that it isn't already. Yeah, that's true. It will also feature copyright-friendly music, so shared videos don't get penalized by certain social media platforms. That's a trip. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. There's, especially on YouTube, there's a lot of YouTube videos that will get pulled down because if there's because some background music. Playing, yeah, wow, yep. that's crazy. It's copyrighted. That's crazy. Uh, to the left of the Porkashore will be a pink box donuts. And lastly, Oscars is expanding into a new outdoor patio seating area accommodating more than 200 guests, located to the right of the Porkashore on the second level. An artist rendering was revealed to give an idea of what to expect when the renovations are finished. Still no word on what plans the property has for the former Greyhound bus station at the southernmost end of the property. Tony, I'll let you go first on this one. So, uh, I always, I always uh, get a little butt puckery when I start to hear about uh, non-smoking being expanded. On the one hand, if it's going to be expanded, I prefer it being done as a business uh, decision versus, say, a onerous government regulation. So think Park MGM choosing to go smoke free uh, if they want to expand their uh, non-smoking area. You know that. So be it. Good luck to them. Um, I vote with my dollars. And so (laughs) I. You know, I, I don't want to have to have a lit cigarette, uh, sorry, a lit cigar, be it the plaza and have to worry about where I'm going to be. So um, also I saw the god awful looking pink donut yeah. renderings. I mean, it really does look like Homer Simpson threw up all over. the <laughs> <laughs> That's a good So <laughs> I, I wish them well. I wish them luck. I think the uh, outdoor carousel is going to be a fantastic yeah that's gonna be awesome i'm a little surprised 2500 square feet and they're only giving eight video poker machines i think that could be i see i I, I think that is an underserved market because other than then what is it the rebar or the the yeah yeah rebar um other than that one um those are the only things that you can play video poker and and have a view of the strip you know right out there so i covered those heavily that is that is certainly clever. It seems like eight would be uh, barely enough. So I, I hope they will expand that. And then lastly, I'm kind of intrigued by what the Oscars expansion will ultimately look like and feel like when it's all put together. So yeah. uh, listen, I, I'm I will I will withhold judgment for the time being. Yeah, I I number one hundred percent agree on the pink box, pink donut 
It's a great thing. company. It's good, good donuts, but I, well, yeah, I'd, I'd have other thoughts on that whole <laughs> that I need to keep to myself because um, I know who owns it. So I'm a little like a little. They do have cronuts, which are awesome. Um, but I don't, yeah, that whole facade is going to look like shit in a very short amount of time. Oh, oh yeah. It's going to get out. The, well, that pink box thing, right? Yeah, that's gotta that, be the thing no, that goes No, it's just out. the pink box. That's, that's the one Or part. are we just getting too fucking old to realize that this is what people want? We might be. Yeah. And, and I, I'm fine with, you know, folks calling us out on that. That's, that's great. Out of everything that they're, that they're doing. That's the one that I have absolute heartburn with that I think is a really bad idea. Mm. Um, my my initial reaction to the porkishore not being a porkishore anymore is a little, you know, I, I get a little clenched. Yeah, at it. Like, but goodbye, I, friend. I like that the lighting is still going to be there. Yeah, which is iconic. Right. Um, I think it's very interesting to have that space as a bar. Uh, it's going to have to have some kind of fan air conditioning something because yeah, most people <laughs> right. are, are not like you are, Mark, that want to sit outside in 110 degree heat. But at know. least you're in the shade. You'll be in the shade. Absolutely. Yeah. But you're also going to be at the end of that long tunnel, which is going to turn into like the hairdryer effect in the summer <laughs> that we're kind of experiencing right now. So they're going to there's going to have to be some kind of cooling mechanism there. I, you know, I don't mind the smoke free area. I know Tony does it and I get I understand why. Um, I like that they're social media friendly. Um, I, I'm still a little iffy on the whole Oscars expansion. I, I just, I'm having a hard time visualizing it even with the rendering. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, I don't know. It just, it, to me, it just seems, I'm, I'm concerned about how all of this is going to change the iconic frontage and what plaza is. You got to remember, it used to have uh, that giant roulette wheel for the swimming pool. Okay, that was so long ago, I don't remember So they've lost, right, but I'm just saying, they've lost things before that were like, oh, that's iconic. Well, no, but they got rid of that, and they added Oscars, which to me seems like a fair trade. Well, they added a restaurant. Oscars didn't didn't come into the space. Fine, whatever. They added the restaurant with the dome, which is, you know, perfect. (laughs) Now, the flip side of that is that view is a little bit marred by the It's not as bad now that they've got that that, collage. Uh, on the back side of that building and, right. and how nice um, the the signage, the anchor signage between Circa and Golden Gate or, or Golden Yeah, Gate. no, there's, there's, there's... Or Golden Gate, yeah. Golden Gate, yes. <laughs> In general, I'm excited for new and improved. I do think that the changes that they're making for the most part make sense. Again, with the exception of the pink box donut <laughs> thing. Um, and honestly, Tony, your description that it was like Homer Simpson threw up on it is perfect. I it never even crossed my mind, but now that you said it, not going to be able to think of anything else. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, I'm excited to see investment and revitalization and all of that kind of stuff. And I, Plaza in general seems to be one of the most friendly properties. I mean, I think the Stevens group is very friendly to their customers and, and the, the, you know, getting like down to the regular person experience, but I think Plaza's almost taking it to the next level. I don't know. Sure. Hmm. I, I, I like the property. I don't, I don't, I'm more of a, I'm going to keep, I've seen this before where, where, you know, they make some, some changes and then, uh, and, and there's been a lot of times where the renderings have been fantastic, like grand and yeah. great, you know, beautiful. And what ends up happening may or may not live up to that. I, I was really surprised that beer garden didn't work for them. 
I am too. Yeah. I because I like the beer garden. I liked hanging outside. They right never outside. staffed it. That was the problem. Yeah, that's why it didn't work. But anyway. Yeah. All right. Next up, more Adele diva bullshit. It was announced to the workers who haul and build the productions at the Coliseum that they will be laid off for the summer, specifically between June 9th, the end of the Morrissey residency. June or July? Oh, July. July 9th, uh, the end of the Morrissey residency and the return of Rod Stewart. The dates in between are otherwise known as the time she was supposed to be performing in her residency. The first time she did this, Caesars was able to get Sting and Keith Urban to fill in many of the abandoned dates. News of the layoffs seemed to indicate that Caesars was not able to find replacements this time. Sadly, we have to credit Johnny Klepto for bringing this story to our <laughs> attention and give him credit for not stealing this story from another source. <laughs> I think. I, I don't like, I've seen that guy, but I don't, I just. I just we know. Yeah. We know. Johnny Klepto. I, the, it's, it's awesome. That's an, that's an awesome term. Listen, I think the, uh, for me at least, the, the best part of it, so I, I have, I never really cared for Adele one way or the other, what's been going on with her and what she's been doing to the good people of Las Vegas, particularly, you know, the workers who just want to make a paycheck, mm-hmm. has, has totally turned me off from her. I got to say, the best part about this story, the return of Rod Stewart, I'm going to make myself, uh, I'm going to make that a priority. Finally got to Ew. see uh, Billy Joel. Last weekend, nice. and so I, it is time for oh. Tony. Does he still have it? Does he still got it? Oh, he! Uh, m- m- I'm floored, you guys. I am really? floored for as much drugs and alcohol. That's where I was this thinking. Guy <laughs> I thought it'd take his no doubt out. ingested in his body over forty some years. Yeah. He sounds wonderful. I mean, huh. didn't miss a beat. Still hit certain notes. Nice. Uh, it is. He was. It was wonderful. It was absolutely oh, a we wonderful put concert. Him on to do list. So uh, yes. Rod Stewart right. is uh, is is right up there, and no. so quite frankly, the only He's real uh, benefit to this entire bullshit story about this woman who shall not be named, Rod Stewart. No, no, he's <laughs> he's gross. He never should be popular. I don't know why anybody likes him. He is why? He, oh, he's just gross. He is gro- Rod Stewart is gross. Huh? That's interesting. <laughs> I I don't have that feeling about him. I I do. I do. Um, The other thing that I find interesting about this, though, is Caesars wasn't able to fill a residency spot in the Coliseum, which was for the longest time. But I mean, we're talking like like people have already done, you know, they have their summer tours, their fall tours. Well, but they knew long ago that she wasn't doing this. I I, I would have to believe that, that they just hoped against hope and... It, it, well, if that's the case, and then El Dorado is even dumber than we thought they were. <laughs> uh, no, they had to. They they had to know that she was not coming to Feisty do this. Karen so came out to play tonight. I, you know, I've had a long I week. I love it. I've had a long couple weeks. But you know, um, to your point, Karen. Uh, how about this? The fact they can't get anybody. Yes. To yes. drop what they're doing. Yep. To go and play at the Coliseum. At the Coliseum. That 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 seems. I'm sorry if I didn't say Coliseum. That's what I meant. That's that's uh, that is telling. No, but that's that was my point. So thank you because you you agreed with me and I appreciate that about you, Tony. <laughs> well, I'm sorry if I stepped all over your <laughs> no, no, no. point you were trying to make. No, that that was exactly it. I mean, it's the Coliseum, which for the longest time was the place to have a residency, mm-hmm. and the fact that they can't. And how many new residencies have we heard announced recently that people are coming and doing? I just I, I think this is very telling about 
kind of I what's think, also I think happening there. World's still leading the the pack with those. Well, yeah, they have the newest and shiniest. Right. So yes, but even I'm waiting for Palms to start announcing concerts. Oh come on. Oh, I know concerts. Anyway, next up, interesting story. Tell us about the peeping trop. A man is accused of using his phone to peep at women using the facilities at Tropicana. The victim claims she noticed the accused on his phone before she entered the restroom. While using said facilities, she noticed a person lying on the ground <laughs> holding a phone. <laughs> it's just funny that she was like looked on the ground like, the fuck are you doing? <laughs> well, it, uh, keep going. Okay. Keep going. She kicked the phone out of the person's hand and started screaming for help. After the woman exited the stall, she confronted the man de- uh, demanding he delete the video he took. In response, the accused attempted to leave. When the woman grabbed him, he reportedly punched her in the arm and grabbed her hair, adding batteries to the list of uh, charges he is facing. When questioned by police, the accused claimed that he was really drunk and just needed to go to the bathroom, saying that he thought he was in the men's room. <laughs> Survey- That's awesome. I wasn't trying to peep on women. I know, I right? I'm not a sicko. I thought right? it was a, st- a men's stall that I was, you know, holding my phone exactly. up under when exactly. I really had to go to the bathroom. Right? Exactly. <laughs> Surveillance at the property showed the accused enter the woman's room on three separate occasions. He was arrested on site and set to appear in court July 12th. Oh, I hope we get an update on that. Oh, yeah. No shit. I just... It's so weird. Like, cause, because there's just... Uh, there's, a, there's several things going wrong here. Yes. I mean, other than just being a creep, you know, <laughs> it, it's it's... But the fact that he's he's laying on the floor <laughs> yeah, in the women's so restroom <laughs> with his phone underneath the stall and up and aiming at a woman. And who's really not going to notice that? That's right. so weird to me. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, what do you think? We sit down and we stare straight ahead and we don't look at anything <laughs> else. Like, you are going to notice a phone coming up under the... Like, I, oh, this guy's a fucking oh, moron. He, he's, you paint he's with a, words. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I visualize. I literally could visualize that. That's. That's what I mean. Like, what do you think we do? We just sit there and go do 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 do. Life is roses. I know. That. Staring up at the ceiling. Oh, what is that? Is that hypoxia up there? <laughs> <laughs> like this. This guy's a fucking idiot. In addition to being a pervert. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, I love it. It's part oh, of the kink. This is kind of scary. Tell us about the Bonanza shooting. A shooting injuring three people took place at Bonanza Gift Shop on the corner of Las Vegas Boulevard and West Sahara. A man attempted to shoplift at the self-proclaimed world's largest gift shop. When he was confronted by security, he opened fire. Injuries injuries sustained are considered minor. Bonanza remained closed for the remainder of that evening. Jesus. So I worked retail uh, way back in my... uh, my senior year of high school, a uh, couple of years in, uh, in, um, first couple of years of college when I was at a community college, I worked yeah. at Hudson. So for, for all the folk who don't know what Hudson's is before there, uh, before there was Macy's, well, let me rephrase before Macy's was the big thing. There's a place called Marshall Fields. And before Marshall Fields was all over the place, there was a place called Hudson's. It was all very wow. regional, don't you know? And, and, wait, uh, no, I'm from Michigan, and I had never yeah. heard of Hudson's. Other what? Than, no, I've only, I've only heard of the Hudson's in the airports. No, never no, heard of no, Hudson's no, 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 in the no, store. that's funny. No, 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 no. Hudson's used to be a retail store. There was a location in uh, in Troy, 
certainly in the South Bend location where I was at. Never um, heard of him. <laughs> that's wild. Oh, that's wild to me, Karen. But yeah, one of the very first things, one of the very first things they taught you. So fine. So for, for folks that aren't familiar with Hudson's, you know, think about a present day target, right? The first thing we are taught is you don't ever confront somebody for shoplifting. Really? If you think somebody's shoplifting, you call security, you you describe to the best that you can, you know, the description of the individual, male or female, you know, skin color, clothes color that they're wearing, you know, shorts, long pants. Man, I don't I don't keep all those details in my head. And, no, but and, trust me, if, and, you, um, if you picture and then somebody you, and then you leave it be. Yeah. If you see somebody, you know what? Your life ain't worth some fucking tchotchke that the Bonanza gift shop is selling. Right. Right. Well, but in all fairness, Tony, I mean, at least the notes here said that he was confronted by security. So he wasn't confronted by the employee. That's good. The cashier or whatever it might have been. Still open fire at him. But yeah, Yeah. still. I'm glad nobody really got hurt. Shit, I had a point and it went completely out of my head. Sorry, Karen, that was my fault. No, 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 it's not. It's not your fault. I'm. It's been a long week and I'm tired and I had sangria earlier, so (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm super happy. Um, oh no, you want to talk about? Okay, working retail. That's where it was. This is a side story. Uh, (laughs) When I was in, sorry, this is what you're what you're dealing with today. Did you gonna have to deal with it? Uh, I also worked in retail, and when I was in high school, and then. In college, I worked at Foot Locker. And when we moved to college, we were in the mall in downtown Columbus um, that I'm pretty sure is no longer open and active. But uh, we had a fight breakout in the store where literally they're shoving themselves into into the shoe wall. So if you've seen a Foot Locker, you know, they have the, the shoe wall with all the shoes there and you pick one off and say, hey, I want to try this. Like literally we're overturning the clothes racks, the benches, the shoe, everything. Like we had to close down the store. We had to like drop the gate and close the store down because they literally trashed the store from getting in this fight. Wow. One of the scariest things I'd ever been through. Sure. But um, yeah, and apparently it was. Come on, people. We can let's use our minds. It was to, a it was a guy <laughs> that was in buying shoes for his kids, and apparently somebody else was walking by that had a beef with him or something, and they just went at it. Oh wow! In the middle of the mall, it was crazy. Wow, that's especially Columbus. Yeah, you would have thought that would be a big beef town but apparently it is and it wasn't like it was an ohio state fan and a michigan fan they mm. were you know locals. <laughs> they just weren't getting right, along right. so it wasn't the ohio state versus <laughs> u of m yeah no, no no and that's the extent of my sports ball row. oh it was, it was hey by one. the way i'd like to announce was a good one. my penis has also entered the big 10 my wife would describe otherwise but that's fine that's fine that's a put in pumos <laughs> I've been saving that one up. <laughs> saving that one up. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Which is actually, Tony, I don't even know if you know this, is kind of a relevant and timely comment because recently it's been announced that there are two new teams that are going to join the Big Ten which is fucking bullshit. So when you say your penis is joining the Big Ten, then yeah, there's yeah. actually other schools joining the Big Ten. Well, no, that was I. So the wife and I were at uh, Buffalo Wild Wings for dinner the other night. Oh, and you were talking about it. Okay, so you did exactly. That. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then, yeah. then so. your your timing of it was uh, the joke was bad, but the timing of it was very appropriate. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> of course, it's bad. It was intended to be bad. It's it a dad joke. <laughs> More like an a inappropriate dad, a dirty old right. dad joke. Hey but, guys, you know. guess what? USC. And my penis have in common. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's. Wow, let's move along. Yeah, we should. <laughs> Diane, an exhibition. 
A new permanent attraction is coming to the shops at the Crystals. It's called Princess Diana, a tribute exhibition, and will feature designer fashions, personal effects, and other historic items related to the princess. The exhibit will contain 12 themed rooms, including three standout anchor collections. They will be the wedding of the century, featuring a life-size recreation (laughs) recreation of the princess's gown or wedding gown. Uh, Next, the fashion icon collection will feature 18-inch tall replicas of 79 personal dresses. And lastly, the Gone Too Soon Memorial will feature a life-size recreation of the floral installation created at the Palace Gates. Advanced tickets will be announced in the coming weeks. A portion of the proceeds will go to the Pink Ribbon Crusade Against Breast Cancer. You, you, I, I, does this sound like something that you'd be... Yes. Okay. Yeah. No, I would totally go to this. Okay, cool. Um, I, I, The one puzzle I have is how do you do a life-size recreation of the floral installation at the gates? Because that stretched for like That's hundreds of yards. Yeah, I and I mean, it was like seven or eight, ten feet deep. And I don't know how they're going to do that. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm a little disappointed that like all of her dresses are only going to be 18 inch replicas because I would love to see like I, I almost wish this was a um, her memorabilia kind of insul- like a traveling insulate whatever yeah. like you could actually see the dresses she wore yeah the real kind of stuff, stuff yeah um, but no I would totally I mean not to be this. a dick but she is dead so she's not using any of it well <laughs> it's not that they're in private collections or donated to charity at this point so my guess is they don't have it in a traveling form that they can drop yeah. it in there so you know and the fact that this is going to charity is another reason that I will happily go do this but I remember be something we can do with the crystals finally oh is that where it is yeah oh oh yeah you did say that that is something we can finally do with the crystals right I mean I so for me again my age and the time frame I remember because my grandmother who we've talked about before was a you know prohibitionist and, and very conservative and all this kind of stuff loved apparently the royal family so I remember sleeping over at her house and getting up at like one in the morning to watch the wedding and all the pre-show and all of this kind of stuff because it was being broadcast. So for me, that's a like a... My grandmother was not a girly person. Yeah. But when it came to this wedding, she was totally all over it. And mm-hmm. um, So, yeah. No, I would totally go see this. So your grandmother was a prohibitionist. Oh, yes. So prohibition ran from 1920 to 1933. Yep. She was part of the Women's Christian Temperance Union. I used to go to meetings with her when I was a kid. So the well, whole how year. old are you? But, no. That you could possibly have been going to no, temperance it kept, meetings. It kept going just because prohibition was. Oh was yeah, lifted. yeah. It's, it is a cult, Tony. Don't don't no, let no, no, anyone tell you anything different. Yeah, no, I'm old, Tony. Not that old. That's. I was gonna say you are aging incredibly well. If that's the case, <laughs> I wish. At, at 102 not. years old, you are. You look amazing. Well done. <laughs> so the like the women's Christian Temperance Union, which was a, yeah. a big supporting group behind the whole prohibition thing. Sure. My sure. grandmother was a member until the day she died. She would take me to meetings when I was a kid. There, hmm. they were still alive and well and active in Michigan. So, hmm. yeah, it's, that's wild. Man. That's wild. Mm, yeah. You know this uh, this replica of her uh, wedding dress really seems like people should be allowed to try it on. If it's <laughs> nice. just a replica, what's the harm? Right, exactly. I think I would look amazing in it. I would. <laughs> I would. I would, you I would pop, try it. You'd pop a few buttons. Those there, things Tony. where you where you uh, <laughs> they just got the head cut out. Just do that. Yeah, you stand up to it. They just, just stand up to it. Yeah. No way. I want to put that whole son of a bitch on. 
<laughs> I want to walk around. All 45 it. pounds then, of it or whatever right? it was. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> then I'm just going to run into support beams of an overhead uh, uh, highway sign. Stop. So Stop. Yes. Oh, boo. Too soon. <laughs> Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's move on to LeBron Vegas. In a recent episode of the HBO show, The Shop, LeBron James stated that he wanted to own the NBA team expected to be awarded to the city of Las Vegas. While he has no front office experience, he made it a career, or he made a career of building championship contenders to play alongside. When the NBA is expected to expand has not been announced, but inside information states that when they do, they will expand to both Seattle and Las Vegas. But who knows when? I, I, I get it. I, I want to. If I can get into the ownership group i'd totally be down for that 360 <laughs> vegas will get like an like a 16th or something like what one a little less than a 16th honey i meant like a 16th of, of like a stock <laughs> how, much, how much are you pulling in on patreon and why am i not getting a goddamn <laughs> that's awesome i thought now listen i'm 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 this is embarrassing but i'm gonna say it anyway listen i i've watched frazier it ran for 11 seasons and i watch it over and over and over i NB, the NBA is in, in San Francisco, is in Seattle. It's the Not Seattle it Seahawks or it, Mariners. No, it was no. the Seattle Supersonics. Supersonics, they, yeah. They got bought by a businessman in Oklahoma who then brought them back to Oklahoma and renamed them the Oklahoma City Thunder. And they've won a championship mm. since then. No, I don't think so. No? I, they've been they to, went the to the finals. finals. Okay. Yeah, Martin no. Martin would not support that. It's it's one of those things where uh, yeah Seattle had a team lost a team yeah but and, and it, but, well it's, it was similar to Cleveland like they lost the team like no no you didn't lose the team that's right because they kept all the they kept the, they're going to be the Supersonics when they come when back when they come back um so number one I yes expansion please don't don't move a team um number two kind of related but not related. Uh, saw that Oakland. Oh, you're. Passed. Yeah, I was getting ready for you to finish saying what you were saying, so I could tell that. Well, no, this, that's what I was going to no, say. Go is, for it. Is Oakland um, passed the vote to build the A's a new stadium? It's like a twelve billion dollar project, which means they are not coming to Vegas, right. which makes me happy because I don't want. Listen, them. if they want to expand, I like I just because I don't like baseball doesn't mean I can't appreciate it. Um, well, and, no, it's a major league sport, and they have so many games a year that yeah, I mean. That'll bring in more revenue and all that kind of stuff, and it's one of the three biggest sports. So yeah, that bring them to Vegas. But yeah, I, I just I, didn't want a. I, I still don't want a team to move. Yeah, I agree. And number two, I definitely didn't want it to come another team from Oakland. I like, know that, that would just have been really mean. would not have been good. So that was happy news that came out yesterday or today, one of the two. So I'm done with my sports ball talk. talk to me. <laughs> Thanks. Welcome. I was, I've been cutting myself for the last ninety seconds. Uh, <laughs> What's going on with service charges details? Tipping advocate Vital Vegas recently shared some insight into the service fee charged at the new sugar factory at the Mecca Walgreens. Unlike most restaurants that charge a CNF fees, Sugar Factory details that their service charge goes to of the 20% charge uh, clarifies that. Wait a minute. Yeah, that, that doesn't read very well. Yeah, I botched that one up. So Sugar Factory details that of the 20% it charges, 17% of it goes to the servers and only 3% goes to the house. There you go. So it, mm. it, if that isn't clear, um, or, or it isn't clear as if other restaurants with service fees are doing the same, but 
what this does signal is that people need to be vigilant and not double tip if a property is already charging you for the tip up front. Anyways, this is all coming to light as the U.S. government announced that they will soon come out with legal framework to stop res- restaurants from charging service fees. So here's my deal. I have no problem when, well, let me rephrase. When restaurants tack on an automatic 18% mm-hmm. uh, to a tab because you've got a table of whatever, six or more, fine. You're screwing your 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 uh, server out of what I normally would give, which would be 20 plus, but right. it is what it is. If you, if you just add the tip right onto it, fine, I'll, I'll sign it and off I'll go. I, I save a few bucks. Right. What's interesting though is if they're calling it a CNF fee and they're not telling you that that is a part of the server's I don't tip. think they're No, Sugar, Sugar Factory doesn't. Sugar Factory call, calls it a service charge and on the receipt... It specifically says that seventeen percent goes to the staff. So all right, all right. That's I mean, I fortunately I'm never sober enough to be able to read my my receipt, (laughs) so I just add an additional twenty some percent onto my tab and (laughs) sign it and get walk the fuck out. Right. Because usually, by the way, can I come? Can 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 I old man complain for a minute? Can I get a? Can I be allowed a get off my lawn? Why are you asking for permission? I hate. And I mean, hey, what is it about restaurants? Service goes to shit mm-hmm. at the end of the experience. Oh. I can't yep. get my we bill this, yes. or I can't get you to come take my fucking credit card. Yep. Yeah. I don't understand that. The well, point the where the server has the... They don't oh, even man, come man. back to see if you want another drink. It'd be different if they were coming back saying, hey, can I get you something else? You want another cocktail? Do you want dessert? Do you want something? Uh, when you're like, no, we're done. Then they never come back. Right. And so I don't know if it's I, they don't want to turn the table because they're already like swamped with everything else. Or like, we'll just let those assholes sit there a little while longer and give me a breather. <laughs> that doesn't make it. That doesn't make a damn bit of sense. Because <laughs> now I'm starting to like tick off what sort of tip I want to give you. Yep. I, I hate agree. it. I hate it. Just give me give me my check and or come take my credit card now that you've given me my tab. I'm, I, I I'm think Chili's has, has done it best. Just mount Pay the fucking the machine right there. Right. Yes. yes. Let me just go the fuck home when I'm done. I, I'm so I'm so ready to get the fuck out. When I'm ready to go, I am ready me too. to go. Yep. We've, there's been times before when, when we order, they say, you know. Uh, when, uh, uh, no, when the food comes out. Yeah, as soon as the food comes out, like, mm-hmm. hey, check. <laughs> Yep. Is everything okay? I'm like, I haven't started eating yet, but I want to get the fuck out of here. When yeah, I'm I want to yep. eat and go. So let's yep. just let's just do that now. Mm-hmm. Yep, I love it. Oh, this was a great story. There was some cheating going on at the Strat. A Baccarat dealer at the Strat is accused of cheating to benefit a player who was tipping her $100 every time she did. God, you're just going to put your whole fucking, like literally Career commit a crime. Yeah, for 100 bucks. Yeah. For 100 bucks. Yeah. In this case, four times. Uh, the dealer would not collect losing bets. Oh, no, wait a minute. In this case, four times, the dealer would not collect losing bets. The player, once informed uh, this was cheating, returned the 5000 He benefited from his behavior, from this behavior. The dealer faces criminal charges. The player is not facing any. That's bullshit. Yeah, I agree. That is bullshit. That is bullshit. I mean, okay, so she returns the 400 bucks she got. What's the problem? Why is she facing charges? Right. I mean, I'm sure it has something to do with the gaming board and the regulations because 
as we learned from, you know, the original, not the original, the Ocean's Eleven remake, you know, won't let a felon deal the cards, so maybe that's what part you of the problem. Shine your shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well call it White Jack. Right. <laughs> and he just went there. <laughs> oh, I love it. R.I.P. Bernie Mac. Oh, heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking to think they couldn't remake that movie now because they've we've lost two of the actors. Yeah. He and uh, Carl Reiner. Right. Uh, oh shit. Rest their souls. He died. So. Oh. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, no, that's interesting. I'll tell you, um, I'm not making excuses to the gaming control board or uh, Clark County prosecutor for not charging the player. I, 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 I won't I won't give the player a, a pass on this per se. The only thing I could say or would guess if I were in the prosecutor's shoes is the player can't make the dealer take the $5,000 loss or, or, or what would I assume would be $1,250 loss. If, if they did it, if he did, if the player did it four times and that was $5,000 worth of losses, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the, 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 the player can't, what's the player supposed to do? Pick the 1250 up and put it in the rack of the player. So okay. I, I guess I can see why they're charging the, the, the dealer, not the player. So it's, it's not that it was the $400 that she got. It was the fact that she didn't collect the house winnings of, the twelve hundred or whatever. Right. It yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Everything right. would just kind of stay where where okay. it was. So she's it, she's stealing from the house, even though she's not she's not stealing. She's preventing income for the house. Correct. Correct. Okay. Well, still bullshit that the player isn't getting charged. Right. Yeah. Because I mean, it wasn't like that. Here's okay. Sorry, rant. Wasn't like the dealer came up with this thing on her own. Like, obviously, the player, not like the player didn't know, oh, wait, I lost that hand and you're not taking my money? Gee, thanks. Let's just keep going. Here's a $100 tip for leaving my money there on the table. I know, right? It's, yeah. you're, I, He's in on this. He knew this was wrong. Yeah. Oh, right. sorry. Let me give you my ill-gotten gains back. Right. Forget, right. you know, the fact that, it, oh, no, bullshit. <laughs> it should have been the ill-gotten gains and whatever he would have lost on those bet. And then the house is made whole and nobody gets charged. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, I mean, deal with it. under that philosophy, though, Karen, it's the same sort of situation where are you are you not going to charge a shoplifter from Target if they get caught and they say, OK, fine, you're right here. Here's the coat back that I was trying to steal. Well, yeah, you get your mooch nice back. Why do you care? You scare the shit out of them in the back room and, you know, call the mob tactics on them and then let them go. <laughs> they didn't actually and this walk one won't watch casino. That's awesome. There you go. Criminal justice by Karen of 360. <laughs> <laughs> um, one, one last interesting part, and then we really should move on. But do they let the do they let the uh, dealers keep the tips? Because under most scenarios, you got to drop that hundred dollar chip into that little basket, that little bucket next. You know, that's affixed to the to the yeah, table. Yeah. So the worst part would be she's dropping a hundred dollars for the crew. So she ends up having to share that $100 toke with every employee of the Strat, and now she's going to jail for it. It, Was it really worth it, Chicky? Was it really worth bumping up your hourly rate by a (laughs) buck and a quarter, which is probably what it equaled out to? Chicky is a term that my wife uh, came up with for for women. Oh, I love how you blame that on the wife. (laughs) No, 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 I call bullshit. It's okay. Chicky. Yeah. All right, fine. Moving on to discount cabanas. 
For those of you who enjoy the pool scene in Vegas, thank at Travel Fanboy for bringing CheapskateVegas.com to our attention. Here you can find some of the cheapest options for cabanas in Las Vegas, as well as other details regarding said cabanas. Rates range from $125 uh, at the plaza accommodating up to six people and is actually a $50 for the cabana, $75 in food and beverage credit. Mm. To Flamingo, Nomad, Paris, and the Downtown Grand, which all start at uh, $300. Uh, rental versus f- uh, food and beverage credit as well as capacity vary depending on the property. I, you know, we haven't done a cabana in a long time. I mean, we've done, we've gone to well, other people's cabanas. Well, because we have a pool in our backyard, right. so why do I need to pay for a cabana? But uh, but I mean, where else am I going to get to get an eighty dollar bottle of Grey Goose? <laughs> not, That's cheap. Not eighty? No, you're, yeah. you're talking hundred and twenty dollar bottle yeah, of Grey Goose. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, if you like the heat and you like to be around a pool scene, then I very much see why folks would love. To do the cabana scene. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing about the only time I have ever been to a cabana <laughs> I in Las when. Vegas is when it's been when. a part of the 360 Vegas experience. Well, and in all fairness, Tony, you weren't feeling great at that cabana. So, oh. you know, oh. I fixed that. No, I, that was he did. He did. He did fix that. He finally ripped the damn bandit off. And he was yep. like, Tony, drink. drink this fucking alcohol. <laughs> you will never get over your hangover if you don't just drink this booze. Yep. Uh, but yeah, so I've, I've had the opportunity to experience the Cosmopolitan uh, uh, Cabana, thanks to a, a 360 Vegas vacation. And I've also had uh, had the privilege of experience a Flamingo oh, I love mm-hmm. Cabana. So much. And the, I want to go and, back. And I, I got to say, even with 110 degrees outside, when you're standing beneath the faux uh, tiki roofed, yep, yep. thatched, uh, uh, craps tape, mini craps tub with a bunch of friends, and they've got they've got the the fan with the the mist blowing on you. It's it's a pretty comfortable experience. It's pretty it was, awesome. That was a good time. Well, and that's I liked it. To me, the only way that I can stay outside all day long at a pool in Las Vegas, I don't care if it's you know ninety degrees or one hundred ten degrees, is you have to have a cabana because this sun will cook you. In two seconds flat. Yeah. So you have to have the cabana as a cool spot, shaded spot to go to in order to be able to stay out that long. I don't know how people do it otherwise. Yeah. I really don't. I just think it's fun because it inevitably uh, ends up with us just kind of making fun of people around us. <laughs> and that's what I miss. People yeah. watching is great. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yes. It's awesome. It, you, at least the last few times you've gone to cabana to always take a nap. Oh, yes. Cabana is equal <laughs> nap. Yeah, exactly. Alcohol-fueled and heat-fueled nap. Yes, absolutely. Um, Overexertion. After, you know, if you can, if we're at the Flamingo, you know, gambling at the little craps tub oh, table. I want to go play there. Uh, yeah. So, no, cabanas are fun. And it you do have to want to be outside, Tony, to your point. Um, it is put that on a Vegas vacation again, man. That was fun. It was fun. I don't know that I want to be in a swimsuit around people for a while yet. I'm not quite there, uh, but <laughs> sure. Okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> that, hey, hey, Karen, let me tell you something. Yes, Tony. Cargo shorts and a Tommy Bahama shirt. I look felt under every circumstance. <laughs> because I've noticed that your stripes are very vertical, which is very slimming. So good choice right. there. Nice. A little bulky, which might hide any, you know, bulges exactly. one spot or another. No Believe me, 
I, I'm using those same tricks in, in the clothing that I wear because I don't. I think most people are like, what are you talking about? Like, trust me, you don't want to see any and all of this in a swimsuit. It's not not a good thing. I love it. Uh, we should get a cabana um, on Fremont Street. We we would be beautiful. We would be fucking beautiful. People. We would be. And honestly, the the Plaza Cabanas that's a hell of a deal. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Especially since it comes with uh, seventy five dollars in food and beverage credit right. as a part of that right. one twenty five. Right. Yeah. I'd, I'd be totally up for that. Yeah. It's awesome. Hey, speaking of Fremont, talk about the Fremont expansion. Progress on the expansion at the Fremont Hotel and Casino is progressing. Originally planned to open in twenty twenty three, Vital Vegas is reporting that the deadline has been moved up to Christmas of twenty twenty two. Once complete, not only will the property have a larger casino, but it will also have to, but it also have two restaurants in the food court, to be specific. I, I think I could have done that better. I think you did it just fine. <laughs> I was going to go back and do it anyway. I just wanted nah. to state that from my own personal critique it was awesome no, you did fine. it was fun it was fun uh mark and i during the 360 vegas vacation 11 experience uh he and i walked down to the mob museum and as we were walking past the fremont mark pointed to me and he goes oh i get i get what's going on this is a part of the fremont expansion and and <laughs> I, I have to imagine that for Mark to have looked at me, it was just he could see the hamster on the wheel. <laughs> I could not for the life of me. Like, I understood the words that Mark said. This is a part of the Fremont expansion. My brain literally could not wrap, wrap right. around what he was talking about. <laughs> I, I might I'm as like, well have been speaking another language. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden, I, I, have been, I went, oh, shit, you're talking about the casino. That's right. The casino is expanding. It hasn't gotten a ton of news no, certainly not on, on this podcast let alone yeah. the rj's website for that matter uh i i can't wait to see what it's going to be like you know fremont is a it's a nice enough casino it's a little tired it could use a little bit of um tlc inside so this expansion gives me uh gives me some some positive vibes yeah, about I mean, it. they've done some great stuff i'm mean, thinking about the cow renovation i mean yes. they, they can do yes. pretty elegant yeah, because it's a Boyd-owned property, so yeah. that's amazing. That's I love that Boyd wants to put money in back into their yeah. uh, their gaming establishments and make it much more tourist and 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 local friendly. I I'm on board with that. Yeah. What are your thoughts, Karen? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Very cool. Busted. Well, I'll, co- I'll cover for you, hey. Karen, because I'm super excited to hear more about this Hawaiian marketplace closing. <laughs> Vito Vegas is reporting that the Hawaiian Market, located South Strip, just north of MGM Grand, has now closed, like pretty much the whole place. No word what landlords had or what the landlord has planned for the space, but an upgrade of some sort is expected since the Golden Nugget owner Tillman Fertitta plans to build a new property on the corner of Las Vegas Boulevard and Harmon, best known as the former home of the Harley Davidson Cafe. No time frames have been shared for either project. I, I, I mean, we th- we think it's going to be a casino, right? No. What, Tillman Fertitta? Well, Tillman yeah. Fertitta will. Yeah, no. that will. That will. But the Hawaiian Marketplace, no. That It's just going to be revamped as a new retail thing. Oh. Huh. Oh. Yeah. Not very exciting. Good, Good luck with that. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Is it, could it, could it be purchased 
buy Tillman for Tina and they could just expand their footprint of, of the casino? Oh, anything's I'm possible. It's, yeah, it's available well, for a price. But I would I would tell you that the tenants that were there were told very suddenly that they had to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, even some very high dollar, high grossing wow. establishments didn't matter. They literally, everything is shuttered. Everything. Mm-hmm. So for the landlord to do that, I'm sure there were some buyout clauses and leases and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Every indication is that they are redeveloping it into a new type of retail space. Hmm. It's not going to be another casino. Huh. I I feel I feel like you're kind of cock teasing us with information that you you may be aware of but can't quite share <laughs> like publicly. I, said, Karen. I I am aware of one of the spots in there that was doing very well profitably and had no choice. There was no ifs, ands, or buts. They were closing. Huh. And there is no indication that it's going to be absorbed as part of the Fertita casino thing. All right. All right. Oh, wait a minute. Aren't, aren't the uh, Tillman Fertita's got a bunch of restaurants in Mecca Walgreens, right? Yeah. He owns uh, the... Does he have Rainforest and Bubba Gump? Yeah. Which would explain <laughs> why he wanted the... the property right across the street for his casino but he doesn't own the mecca walgreens that's no, a whole no, other thing no. but yeah no there's there's no indication that what the hawaiian marketplace owner is doing is tied into that at all other than you know he's looking at competition well number one the hawaiian marketplace has had anchors move in and out but it's not even the hawaiian marketplace it's also the strip mall that was right next What's to weird it is that i don't know if it's just bad ideas but I, you're right. Like I, I, I don't. I didn't dislike the Hawaiian market. I just never spent any time there. There's no reason right. to. There's no gambling. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Or booze. Well, they get some. Well, booze. there's lots of booze, but yeah. I don't have All any right. inside information as you're hinting to Tony. I just okay. Okay. It of, felt like you did. It felt like you did. No. Yeah. So you uh, you must have some insight if you knew that there were some very high profitable locations yeah. that were forced well, to close down you know I, I do work with a hospitality company in las vegas so sure so you probably hear things i, I hear stuff exactly. i hear i hear what things you, what are you doing i thought you were you set all this up so that it, you weren't questioned and now it seems like you like you want well, it no i mean i'm not i work with a hospitality company and so as part of that i am aware of one of the tenants that is no longer there i'm aware of how well they did i'm aware of how they closed yeah and I'm also aware of, you know, all the rumors going around with it. Is it's just going to be redeveloped into newer, fresher retail. Mm. All right. Very cool. All right. Well, listen, why don't we move on to prop bets? For those of you unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. First up, fans of the banger brewing jalapeno infused beer known as El Jefe rejoice as it was announced that it is now available in tall boy cans. Yes. (laughs) No word if there are plans to make any other banger brewing staples available via cans or bottles. So what are you going to go down and like buy a bunch and bring them home or what? I don't don't know. I don't know. I, I, you know what? It's funny. Like I'm not like, I love the LF, but it's kind of like, um, is it like an experiential thing? Like you need to drink it there. Like you don't want to, no, not really. No. Um, I don't remember my point was you interrupted I, me. I think what I like about it, <laughs> the El Jefe specifically, is it is a 
it is a light beer. Yeah. Meaning it's 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 very light. It's very crisp, but it's got a very nice spice bite to it from right, the jalapeno. Right. Yeah. So you start to drink it as a again as a light beer, but then all of a sudden, bam! That little that 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 little spice comes in and it bites you, and it is. It's a it's a it's a great beer. It is a it is a really good beer. I I, really? I get why you love it, and that's that's kind of cool if you're going to start selling it in cans. I I I am thrilled when breweries, especially these you know kind of smaller mom and pop shops like say a Banger Brewing, are so successful that they can start to sell their their wares in a can, and people are actively going to seek it out. That's that good for them. That's good for them. That's awesome. Vital Vegas reports that the flamingos that are usually on display at the flamingo are now, are now back on display. Boy, I stumbled over that one, didn't I? <laughs> this after they were removed about a month ago due to avian flu concerns. You know, it's funny. I remember when they when Vital Vegas first reported that. And the drunk assholes that were here for the draft. Mm. Yes, that's probably well, more so what it is. That was why they were removed. Yes, the avian bird flu, but the drunk <laughs> assholes were here for the draft. Like, literally, they pulled them two days before the draft happened. They think they were going to mess with them? Yes. Why? Because they're drunk NFL assholes. They're no, I think, we, I think you were talking about like what, what no, cowboys we talked, do. No, we talked about it on the show. Mm. That the timing was suspect because literally it happened right before the draft started. Hmm. See, Tony remembered. Don't you, Tony? I do. See? An ordinance is in the legislative process that would ban street performers from the strip pedestrian bridges. The ACLU is working with Clark County on the ordinance to ensure it does not violate people's First Amendment rights to be junkies. (laughs) (laughs) You were totally allowed to do that. (laughs) Do you want to be a burden on this planet? Yes, you can. (laughs) We're the ACLU. We're here for you. (laughs) We will help you be a burden. (laughs) That's funny. Uh, Elon Musk's boring company has received unanimous approval to expand down to Fremont Street. The Vegas Loop project is supposed to span 29 miles and have 51 stops. Currently, it only resides under the Las Vegas Convention Center and extends to Resorts World. I, I'm interested in it, but it's all going to depend on, like, like the monorail. Like, I would use the monorail a lot more if it was easier to fucking get to. Right. You know, and that's what Where this, the this same points. thing. Like, yeah. how easy is this going to be to get to? Because otherwise, I'm not doing it. Yeah. Agreed. <clears throat> Atomic Liquors, the Valley's first standalone bar, turned 70 years old last week. What do you think of Atomic Liquors? I've only ever been there to have a cocktail. Mm-hmm. It was very dark. It was, yes. Um, I, it was fine. I mean, I... Yeah, I, I... Like, the name was more... Like, I like the sign yeah. more than I like the, the signage, place. The fact that it's 70 years old, you know, right. kind of an icon in Vegas. That's very cool. I don't remember them having... They might have had a specialty cocktail or two. I don't remember getting one. Maybe I have to go back and try it again, but... yeah. It's a it's a very cool fun spot, and, you know. I I would be sad if it went anywhere, so I want it to stay. I want it to yeah. have another, you know, seventy birthdays, all of right. that good stuff. Yeah. Tony, have you ever been there? Uh, one time, uh, the wife and Alistair and I all met up there and had uh, had a beer. Um, now, granted, it's probably been eight ish years since we've done it. 
um, you know, maybe not eight. I don't know if we've been doing Vegas vacations for that long, but but certainly it was it was like Vegas vacation two or three where, where the three of us met up and, and had a, a drink there. I think that it would be fun. It might be interesting for us to work that into a Vegas vacation sometime, particularly if we could figure out a way to time it where we were hitting up other bars at, say, um, the Container Park. Uh, specifically, I'm thinking of that. I believe it's called Oak and Ivy. Thank you. Yep. yep thank you. Uh, there are some there are some great places to get some adult beverages at the container park and then make uh, atomic liquor a part of that. The real question is, and, and I'm not going to do it right now and I'm not going to try to screw with it, but I don't know what the hours are for any of those places. And I don't mm. know whether that would even work out for a noon to three bar crawl scenario, but I, I think it's, it's worth, I think idea. it's worth taking yeah. people to, if they haven't been there, they really should be there. It's an iconic location. It shows up in so many just the uh, outside though. Vegas thing like for me. Yeah. Like that's yeah. that's the thing. Like going inside you're like, this is lame. It it is. There's there's really nothing to yeah. it. It's very for me at least I I, I got a very hipster vibe oh, did to you? it while I was inside. Again, huh. it, to be fair, it's been <laughs> seven or eight years. Who knows how drunk you are. <laughs> and how much older he is now. Right, he's right. he's already starting to get forgetful. Um, oh, ouch. <laughs> it's, it, it, it's funny because it's true. <laughs> it hurts because it's true. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> As the, we all know. The site of the ice bar located at Coville Lane and Harmon Avenue was demolished last week to make way for a permanent pit stop supporting the F1 races coming to the city. Ice Nightclub has been closed since 2006 after a three-year existence. When the race will take place has still not officially been announced, but 2023 appears to be the consensus. I can't believe it. I'm actually interested in that 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 F1 thing. So funny you mentioned this. Yeah. Um, I found out today actually that one one of the guys that I work with is a huge huge F1 fan. Like he will get up at three in the morning to watch the practice runs of the, wow. the stuff in Europe. Yeah. yeah I never really understood. <sighs> He says he's a car guy. He loves anything car related yeah. with the motor. He's all on top of that. So I mentioned something to him. Like, so are you already planning on booking, you know, like the wraparound suite at Cosmo for this? He's like, hell yes, I'm doing that. I'll hire a chef. We never have to leave. We can just sit here and watch all this stuff. And I'm like, <sighs> wow. Okay. I said, well, we were, we were thinking about getting a room. He's like, you let me know. If I get one, you get one. We go in at whatever. You can come into my place. We're good. <laughs> so <laughs> now I'm like, Okay, <laughs> apparently we have an in. We're making deals. Well, and he's yeah. also, I will say this, he's also a huge NHRA fan. Mm-hmm. And his wife, he's never seen four wide. His wife went to one drag race with him and has no desire to go again. <laughs> so if, if we want somebody to go tag along with there and go, go up to see yeah. four, because again, he's never seen the four wide up there. So Hell yeah. um, I thought that would be fun. But yeah, he's like stoked, so stoked about the Formula One kind of thing like he'll literally be there the whole weekend not just watching the race itself yeah because they're gonna have to shut it down for a few days because apparently the drivers have to like do the the track and get used to it and turns and all this other shit i don't know they do practice runs so he'll be there for all of that right Hmm. next up the mob museum purchased the east adjoining empty lot and announced plans to develop the land but no word what those plans are or when they'll begin. It's got to be exciting for you, buddy. I, I, I'm, I, I'm thrilled. I, I, whatever they put into it, hopefully it's more bar space. But right, even, if, right. it's, <laughs> even if it's educational history. Let's resurrect stuff, the mob bar again. I will love it. I would love it. I, would, <laughs> I, I love everything about that place. 
Cirque informed their staff of a new internal mask mandate for those not on stage effective immediately. How long the mandate will remain in place was not disclosed. It's got to be weird running off stage and going, get your mask on, get your mask on. Yeah. Well, Especially after doing all that circ work and you're right. puffing and puffing. So I, I remember we went to go see Love, their first performance back. Mm-hmm. And there were certain scenes where the actors had to wear masks. The performers had to wear the masks. Wow. So if, if it was, a, I don't know if you remember, if it was a group scene. I, think I do, yeah. And there were, you know, more than three people on stage, they had to have masks on. Mm-hmm. If it was an individual or like a pair, then they were okay. But um, yeah, they, they had, and I remember thinking then, my God, these poor performers, like as hard as they're working and doing yeah. their job tricks and stunts and all this kind of stuff and have to do it wearing a mask. Right. Although I also go back and this is going to be an obscure reference that nobody's going to understand, but you, you know, Corey Taylor, when the whole mask mandate was on, he's like, I don't see what the problem is. I've been performing with a mask on for decades and it's not a problem. So you don't get that either. No, I got it. Okay. There was no reaction. I'm sorry. I wasn't prepared for the reaction. I was trying to figure out something else. Okay, well, you go right ahead then. <laughs> uh, I know I know. Tony doesn't know who Corey Taylor is, so it's not going to matter. The Biden administration lifted the requirement that international air travelers had to take a COVID test within one day before boarding their flight. The move is expected to be one of the final hurdles discouraging international travel to Las Vegas. That's too Magnus is like, hell yeah, right mm-hmm. on. Right. Say, that's a little bit of an old... Uh, news story, right? Because wasn't that gone for Alistair when he was here? Yes. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, folks. We I, haven't I done a regular I wasn't show breaking in a news. While. I was just reporting on yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, and and in other news, the Berlin Wall has come down. You <laughs> may not have heard that. <laughs> the Adult Video Network, also known as the Oscars of Porn has moved their annual convention to Resorts World January 4th through the 7th, 2023. Tickets are now on sale at Eventbrite, ranging from 60 to 550 bucks. Now, see, that seems like a lost opportunity, missed opportunity. Should have been $69. Right, I agree. To, to <laughs> 500 Poor planning, poor planning on their part. Well, next time, be better. <laughs> be better, Avion. Be better. Crossroads Kitchen has opened at Resorts World in the face formerly occupied by Marigold. The concept is two plant-based restaurants in one, one featuring fine dining and the other a burger joint. Didn't we go to one of these? Nope. We did not. Didn't we? Did we try? Nope. We went to Carver Steak. <laughs> That's awesome. I feel did, like, I feel like we, we did there? something no. with Crossroads. Nope. Right. Did we try? No. We were trying to get into a meat place. We would, and, I know. And again, my whole thought to this is they're opening a burger joint, but it's plant based. Yeah. It's not a burger. Exactly. Joint. Okay. All right. So that's, that's yeah. what I was afraid of. And I'm glad you clarified that. No, no, no. We, we've only eaten at one sit down restaurant and that was Carver steak. Okay. Awesome. Not, not this crossroads thing. You can and say I, it and I have no, in, I have no issue with plant based. I've had some phenomenal plant based food, you know, vegetarian, vegan food, all of that can be delicious. So don't don't think that's it. I get it. Every don't, time I see somebody being a vegan, I feel bad for them. I'm like, I'm sorry you have to do that to yourself. Well, yeah, there's that. But but don't call yourself a burger joint. Yeah. And be plant-based because it's point. not a burger. Yeah. But Vegas reports that David Chang's two restaurants in Vegas, one at the Venetian, the other at Palazzo, abruptly closed last week, giving no reason why. 
While Chang's temper is almost as legendary as Gordon Ramsay's, it's believed either the economy or the change in ownership at those properties are the reason for the closures. Hmm. Uh, there's something more to this story, and I don't know what it is. Hmm. Because, it, it, like, one of the restaurants, Mama Fuko, hadn't been open. Not Mama Fuko. Um, shit, that's the one at Cosmo. Right. Major Domo hadn't been open that long. Yeah. It opened, I think, post-pandemic. And for these to close, like, they literally closed, like, within a week with, like, no notice. Because hmm. people that had reservations were getting messages that the reservation had been canceled. Wow. So there was something else that happened here. Very weird. Beginning August 9th, Frontier Airlines will offer round-trip flights to Vegas from... All right, so everybody all of a sudden is starting to listen for their uh, for their favorite departure city. <laughs> right. From Baltimore, Maryland, Buffalo, New York, Hartford, Connecticut, Kansas City, Missouri. And this expansion will make Las Vegas the busiest destination for the airline behind only Southwest and Allegiant Air. Hmm. They're still bad, though, right? Frontier. Frontier. I have no desire to. Uh, I think I remember travel on them. Yeah, they, they are one of the nickel and dimes. So you, you have the price of the ticket, but then if you have a carry, they're going on, to these smaller markets. Like I think we mentioned Memphis involved. I think it. we flew on them from Memphis once. I think so too. Um, but yeah, if you have a carry on, it's got to be like a, a small purse size. If it's a roller bag size, then you you pay for that. You pay for uh-huh. the check. You pay for there's no. Yeah, it's. Yeah, nothing is free unless you're wearing all of your clothing on your person. <laughs> right. You know what? That might not be a bad idea to try no, sometime. Be. Because, well, no, because you think about it, it's always cold on the planes, right? So if you layer up, you get on the plane, I'll be nice and toasty warm. Yeah. And then you get off, you just start shedding layers and the outside ones are clean. <laughs> well, the very outside one isn't because you were on the plane, but everything <laughs> underneath that would be fine. Oh my God. What? I would love to be in your head for like 12 hours. What a fascinating place that must it, be. It depends on the day and the time. Right That's now it's awesome. been a long week and I'm a little loopy. So That's awesome. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> An Evening with Whitney, the Whitney Houston hologram show, has ended its residency at Harrah's. Plans are for the show to go on tour. Let's see if that happens. Yeah. Crazy Horse 2, famous and troubled strip club located North Strip on Industrial Road, was recently destroyed by a fire. No injuries were reported. The cause of the fire is still unknown, but most like unknown, but most likely done by vagrants starting fires to keep warm or to cook by. Oh, they're being. I thought it caught on fire twice. Did it really? I think it did because I think <laughs> there was the big one, and I think there was a minor one a couple days later. Yeah. Listen, if Food Network's taught me anything, you always want a double fry on your on your wings to get that good cr- outside crisp. So. I thought that was on your, your french fries. Ah, uh, that's yum. That's a good one, too. Yeah. That's a good one, too. Yeah. A hooker is accused of drugging and stealing a $100,000 watch. Well, I don't think they drugged a- the watch, but... That's <laughs> <laughs> the way what? I made it sound. <laughs> What happened? He he wrote it as though you drug you drugged and then stole the watch. Oh, that's it's, yeah. <laughs> but no, if you if you actually let him finish yeah, the whole yeah. sentence, it would make sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Try again. From a from a John, a hooker uh, <laughs> is accused of drugging and stealing his one hundred thousand dollar watch we go. after she met him on the strip. It's like the my I love that line. Love that line from the movie Clue. He threatened to kill me in public. 
well, why would he want to kill you in public? I think what she's saying is in public, <laughs> he threatened to kill her. Oh, that's uh, a movie now, I haven't seen day, in forever. Was, Sorry. Can, can, can I finish? Unless you're making a clue reference. I was. In which case we, I, I haven't seen that movie in forever. I love it's, that movie. It's wonderful. It, it is, is wonderful. To this day, I will still turn to people and I'll be like, flames. Flames on the side of my face. Heating, burning, seething flames. <laughs> It's just, it's one of my most favorite. And, and I will tell people all the time, especially to people who get engaged, I'll be like, listen, life after death is as improbable as sex after marriage. <laughs> all of which are lines that come from Clue. All right, so can I finish? Can I, can I finish? I, can you? I don't know. That remains to be seen. The following day, our beloved hooker was arrested for soliciting an undercover officer. Nice. This was not her first arrest for escort services. If you steal... A $100,000 watch from somebody. You deserve to take the weekend off. You got a couple of bucks to go ahead and just relax for a few days. I know. Not like, not the next day. Really, the next day she's got to go back to work? Yeah. Yeah. Unless, unless she's working for a John who's very demanding. Mm-hmm. Okay. If it's, if it's the way, that's what I meant. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Amazing how quick you were to correct me on the terminology there, Tony. Listen, how do you guys think I make all my money on a government salary? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. That's not true in case anybody that knows me knows my employer. (laughs) 2.2 acres along Las Vegas Boulevard and Russell Road, south and across the street from Mandalay Bay, was purchased by an anonymous party for $12.8 million. The parcel is specifically between the Diamond Inn Motel and the Little Church of the West Wedding Chapel. Top Golf, uh, Golf, Golf. That was weird. <laughs> wow. Offers discounts for locals. Locals receive twenty-five percent off walk-in prices with base starting at just twenty-seven dollars per hour, and receive unlimited play starting at twenty dollars per person for up to two hours. Okay. Still not interested. Yeah, I. I t- if somebody want like if there was a group of guys going yeah let's go over there like yeah okay I guess I'll go. I mean it, it's. But I wouldn't initiate a party there. I wouldn't. No. I wouldn't be like guys we should go do this. No. And Tony, do I know you don't golf? But have you like been to a driving range? Have you ever done do, that kind of stuff? Do you like, find it alluring to whack balls? <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> I'm a big fan of, of, of pool. <laughs> sometimes on a table, sometimes my pocket. Right. Um, uh, so I played golf more frequently uh, during my college and law school days. Um, and and I got okay at it. I, I would never, ever even remotely think for a second to join a, a league or anything. But I, I got good enough that I was not embarrassed to go out with other folk. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah, we never got that good. No, never I was, got that I was good. always embarrassed. But standing uh, at a driving range is easy. Sure. You just stand yeah, there and... Especially when you can literally tee it up yep. every right. single time. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, Mark, I'm with you. I would not orchestrate anything. I don't know that I would ever advocate uh, or lobby for us to put Top Golf on a Vegas vacation itinerary. Mm-hmm. But... I, I, I am not at all opposed to it. It's just that's not usually my scene, but doesn't mean, you know what? Bowling alleys aren't necessarily my scene, but I wouldn't say no to it of, if a bunch of really cool, fun people are like, right? Hey, I agree. Really? Totally. Wait, hold on. You wouldn't know that from your shirts, Tony. I would think that was right up your scene. Right. You, oh, you missed the easy one. Try it again. You would have thought those bowling shirts would have been right up my. 
Well, no, I, Allie, I would Allie? never have known. Oh, Allie. Yes. You see, you're not even trying. Yes. I know, right? It's, it's, you know what, Mark? It's really hard when we have to carry the show, isn't it? It's <laughs> right? just, it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> okay, I'm done. I'll, I'll let you guys move on. Well, oh, actually, you're moving on. Former Luxor staple, Tacos and Tequila, has relocated and reopened now at Palace Station. The menu is said to be as robust as it was at Luxor. And I can honestly say, the three of us plus my wife ate at Tacos and Tequila uh, one evening. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. After a Vegas vacation uh, night. And it was it was wonderful. Yeah. I thought the service was great. I thought the food was outstanding. I. I'm a little disappointed that they uh, that they left Luxor. Well, and they yeah. they weren't at Luxor originally. Originally, they were at Luxor. No, they were someplace else. They moved to Luxor. No. Yes. No. Because I remember we we were. Yes. No, they were. I'm not even going to go into history. Yes, they were. <laughs> I don't remember where they were originally. That's okay, what's cool. bu- bugging me. But okay, cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, Palace Station's easier to get to, so that's a plus. Palace Station's doing some great stuff. As I predicted, after issuing cease and desist orders to chapels all over Las Vegas, the company who owns the rights and likeness of Elvis Presley is now allowing the venues to use the likeness, requiring a $20,000 a year licensing fee. Licensing fee. Say that again fast. Elvis themed weddings are still one of the most popular options available in Las Vegas. Uh, you, you're a, you're, you've worked for companies that lease shit to people. What do, what do you... Well, I mean, that's what, when they sent the cease and desist, I'm like, why don't they just work this out? And yeah. like I said on one show, it was like, cease and desist order. Oh, you're paying attention now? Wham. Right. Pay me this much and all that goes away. Harris is now promoting that Gordon Ramsay's kitchen is coming to the property. Vital Vegas reports it's expected to open fall of 2022. It'll be this year. Just in case that was too weird. <laughs> well, it is 2022 so yeah. and you said the fall, so... I assume that would be this year. Yeah. (laughs) The casino bar Palazzo, known as Bar Luca, is now using the ticketed drink system of video poker players. For? At the bar. Yeah, it's, yeah, I I think that's, it's, they're using it for the video poker players at their bar. Yeah. Now, firsthand experience from Vegas, from Vital Mm -hmm. Vegas is reporting that the pace in which the tickets are being generated is reasonable yeah as opposed to you know uh they can they can be pretty fucking tight at uh cosmopolitan it's a chandelier bar. i've had i've had visits there where they never come out and i've had visits there where i have a stack of them so right i don't know circus circus owner phil ruffin is investing 30 million into refurbishing the property like with with things like new air conditioning units elevator renovations and an updated paint job are all planned renovations have already brought the property a new pool as well as several new attractions for the adventure dome i love that he's investing 30 million into basic shit like air conditioning and elevator renovations i hope so i i, I hope so i it'd be nice to see it kind of like in, in its heyday oh we he's never gonna put that much into it no i just think it, like that's where my parents or my not my parents my grandparents you used, to, used to always go to circus circus yeah. long time ago yeah long time ago listen i i I will say the reason I'm thrilled that he's putting that kind of money into Circus Circus, and this is an ever so slightly snarky backhanded compliment, but I, but it doesn't make it any less true or factu- uh, factual or accurate, which is to say, if 
parents insist on bringing their children to Vegas, then give parents a place that they never want to leave with their children. <laughs> Meaning, if you've got a nice place, whether it's Circus uh, Circus, Circus or Excalibur, give them a place where there's literally zero excuse for them to be, to be taking their children off property because things like the, the air conditioning and the elevators and so on and so forth, the pool, are really nice. And you say, hey, there's no need for us to leave. Right. I.e., Tony doesn't want kids on the strip. So if you're going to come to Vegas with your kids, go to one of these <laughs> two places, which he won't frequent. Right. And he doesn't have to deal with them. <laughs> Again, backhanded compliment, <laughs> nonetheless. <laughs> That's you, Tony. Sorry, guys. The Bally's Sportsbook has been walled off as renovations to the space begins, but there were no renderings of the plans to be shared. This has changed as of today. Oh, they did? Yeah. It's a uh, Dave and Buster's going in there. <gasps> no shit. Oh, huh. yep. oh, that's interesting. Per Vital Vegas. Huh. And maybe Las Vegas locally. I saw it in a couple different places. So I'm not sure which one. I'll just wow. throw them both out there. But yeah, no, it's going to be Dave and Buster's. So if you have to, then if you want to place a sports bet, sports ball bet, and you're in Bally's, you have to go to Paris. But the problem is Paris's sports book is also under construction. So you only have like one tiny little window you can go to. <laughs> so maybe go across the street to Cromwell. Right. Bellagio, you got to go someplace else if you want to place a sports ball hmm. bet. Hmm. Monday through Thursday, Las Vegas locals get free access to the pool at the Palms. Friday to Sunday entrance is $15. Does it? No, Monday through Thursday. Huh. Yeah, I, it doesn't work for us. Yeah, I know, but it, it, yeah, but we're locals. <laughs> we are. Vital Vegas is reporting that whiskey liquor up at Binion's has a new pizza menu. No FHE available at this time. Uh, but, but I trust soon enough. It's on the to-do list. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Apartmentguide.com recently did an article documenting the 10 best cities for sushi. Las Vegas came in at fifth. And in case you were wondering, number one, no surprise, San Francisco, California. I'm surprised we're that high considering we're in the middle of a desert. I, I think that, it's indicative of the coast. what you what folks want and, and, and the demand for it. I think that's awesome. I really I think that's awesome that Vegas can be ranked fifth. That's awesome. Yeah. Las Vegas locally shared that MGM Grand is now charging one thousand dollars for people who smoke tobacco or the marijuana in their non smoking rooms. I don't blame them. We did that at uh Four Queens. You could smell the oh. the weed from next door thick. And I was like, we are not on a non or on a fucking smoking floor. Yeah, no, we weren't. Yeah. The whole yeah. And lastly, at Colby SP is reporting that the million dollar display at Binions is back. It's unclear exactly where it's located in the property, but it's a giant horseshoe with a million dollars in it. How hard can it be to find? <laughs> that sounds like a mission. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> All right, I think that's going to do it for episode number 407. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog, which is 360vegaspodcast.com. 
You can get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at patreon.com slash 360Vegas. And you can get 360Vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else that we can slap a logo on at zazzle.com slash 360Vegas. Tony, if you'd, like to send, if you'd like to send some feedback, written or audio, you can do so at 360VegasPodcast at gmail.com. Wow. Hold on a second. That was awesome. You always give him shit about, you say the same stuff every week. He says the same stuff every week, and you tripped, you jumped all over him and didn't let him finish. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's my fucking show, though. <laughs> the best part. <laughs> well, yes. and the best part is, kids who are playing at home, uh, the script is literally right in front of us with the word. So I just go from one sentence to the next. I forgot to but, scroll up. Exactly. Well, I'm going to play, I'm going to play Johnny Carson's Karnak. I'm going to put a piece of paper to my head ah. and I'm going to call out and I'm going to say, uh, 360 Vegas, Tony. But what's the question, Mark? I don't know. What? Where can people, Where can find, people you? find you? Yeah. <laughs> this, I obviously, this did not work. No. I got it. No, Tony, I got it. I, I, I was with you. I don't get it. I was it. with you. So, wait. I, what I what you normally ask Tony is, Tony, where can people find you? The answer is 360 Vegas Tony. So, the Johnny Carson skit was, he, he would give Sounds you the like answer Jeopardy first. That's what it sounds like. It, it, it little bit was. Yeah, so oh, it was I funnier. Know. Yeah. It was oh, it's hilarious. One of the jokes he uh, he put a, uh, a a little envelope up to his head, and he said, "Well, hmm, I'm not sure what the question is, but I know the answer is Saint Elsewhere, Saint Elsewhere." Mm-hmm. And so he'd pull the the envelope away, he'd rip the envelope open, he'd pull the card out, and the question was, "What is the message left by Mother Teresa on her answering machine?" Nice. It was funnier in nineteen eighty five. Things were simpler back then. <laughs> I got it. I got it. Oh wait, 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 hold on. Before we d- oh, and I don't think we, we talked about this in the show. Tony, I have started I have found the Golden Girls on Hulu. And Wonderful. I started watching it from the beginning. Wonderful. And, and I'm working through it. And I saw the episode about the mirror. Always on your back, Blanche. <laughs> yes, we talked about <laughs> and that. And I That's- thought about you immediately. And I was like, oh, this is so good. Anyway, I had to put that on there. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. It's, I'm so proud of you. We, literally, we turn it on at night. The wife and I, we just turn it on and we fall asleep to it. And then if either of us just can't sleep in the middle of the night, if we wake up at two, three, four o'clock in the morning, yeah. it's just playing, oh, you know, in the background. It's the best. It's- I love it. And I, I knew I liked the show. I was never as dedicated to it as you were. And now the more I'm watching it, I'm like, yeah, this is something I could just have on all the time. It's 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 just good, wholesome, fun, you know, body sort of jokes. Oh, there's some good ones in there. It's great. There's some it good really ones is. in there. And Mark is looking at me like, can yeah. we please? Can we please? End? Yeah, I, this is this is out of control. <laughs> I, at this point, I'm just gonna say good luck. Uh, Wait, they don't. You didn't say where to find me. I don't care. You guys did this. <laughs> it's your fault. I'm at 360 Vegas Karen. <laughs> <laughs> He's still George. You can find me. So until next time. Yeah.